I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We love the festival. Hello and welcome back to the Yonder podcast. This week we're talking to Anthony Peters. Anthony is a visual and performance artist born and raised on the Gold Coast. Anthony began his art journey from a young age. During his school years, he explored his passion for art and dance and then developed a career in graphic design. His passion for art and dance has never stopped growing. In more recent years, he's developed a unique performance act, providing the two and performing at many local events. So let's talk to Anthony. with the Yonder podcast again and this week I have a visual and performance artist Anthony Peters how are you Anthony yes good thank you how are you yeah not too bad uh we like to flag when and where we're recording this because some were recorded before the festival we are recording this about a week after the festival so we're still uh I guess we've we've done recovering and we're getting back into the swing of everyday life what was your experience at, at Yonder? So you were you were there as as an artist. How did how did everything go? How was your festival experience? Yeah, it was definitely it, it was a very different experience to have to have somewhat like an art festival in the middle of in the middle of nowhere, like inland <laughs> from Noosa. Um, but yeah, I think it was where where I did the mural. It was a it was a nice view of kind of the hills and um, yeah, it was, it, it was, yeah, I found it refreshing um, doing it out in nature, uh, painting out in nature rather than confined in a room or, or like out on the street or something. Yeah, so absolutely. It was, yeah, it was really nice. I mean, the, I mean, the sun was brutal, but, but, um, <laughs> the, but the experience of it uh, was quite nice. Yeah. Absolutely. So, where at Yonder did you did you go there mostly for for the art and and the that side of things, or were you also interested in in the music and and the performance side of stuff? I, I definitely came. I definitely came to create the art piece, um, but but in but in going there and just um, seeing how the whole event um, was run, um, yeah, it was it was it was definitely a, a very unique. For me, unfortunately, I wasn't able to to participate or stay for for a long time during the festival. Yeah, yeah, but it seemed good. Okay, yeah, awesome. So, <clears throat> again, so so you are you you were one of the muralists that were there. So, can you describe uh, your your piece for us? Uh, because, because of course, we're we're an audio medium. So, just to give the give the everyone an idea of uh, what your project was, what what you what you did there yeah so i i did i did a piece that was uh, indigenous inspired 
mm-hmm. um, just because of the just because of the land that we were on, and it was I I recreated a piece uh, that I've done on a smaller scale, but I brought it to a larger scale, which was an image of of an indigenous child um, using the indigenous flag colours. So awesome, the, man. the child's yeah, so the child's face was in yellow and and on top and on top it was black and then and then on the bottom was red. So to me that that was the the the, Im- the image is quite intense. But mm, mm. um I wanted to go down that particular route because um kind of having more awareness about the issues of 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 indigenous people and almost kind of seeing the generational curses um, absolutely yeah within within both of our communities really you know but uh, unfortunately i think that that community is is unfortunately a lot more lost and whether they whether they have been integrated into western culture or whether they stick to their own culture like there's there's numerous issues and that's been something that i've um that that I've somewhat been exposed to um this year and just try and just trying to understand it all and and for, for me uh, you know I didn't feel comfortable doing like a, a piece that was using indigenous like indigenous art forms because that's not that's not my culture you yeah know? yeah but but I think trying to respectfully create a piece that um that pays homage to the indigenous culture, but uh, hopefully evoking some sort of emotion when, when people look at it. Yeah, absolutely. So. And, and one of the one of the the big things that everyone seems to be mentioning on the podcast, and definitely also at the festival, was the was the the heightened presence of of First Nations and Indigenous Australians and their voice and their art, uh, both uh, music and and visual. So yeah, I think yes. it's it's definitely the yonder. It was a great outlet for that discussion in particular. Yes. So yeah, it was. Well, that, well, that's actually good to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it, like once again, like you know, my, my parents, my parents are personally immigrants. So my father, my father was Dutch, and my mother's Filipino. Mm-hmm. So I can't exactly. I don't want to pretend to, you know, relate to the indigenous culture. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So I, 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 I try to acknowledge my place that it, within the situation, but, but at least try to, you know, understand where they're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know? So, it, so you, it can, yeah. Yeah. So you describe yourself as a visual and a performance artist. So what, what yes. does the performance art side of things uh, entail for you? What does that, what does that mean um, for you personally? Yeah. So the, the performance art, um, what I do so I create artworks uh, with music, dance, and video projection. Okay. So, uh, so it's it's definitely more of a, I guess, somewhat more of an interactive uh, form of art which I practice in. And um, it and to be honest, it's like I've only started to try and get back into the fine art 
side of what I do, but uh, but the visual performance art, like the the live art that I do, yeah. is is more so where my passion lies because I'm able to incorporate all these different art forms um, and either convey an emotion or a message and do it in, do it in a way where it includes the audience and it's not like here's a finished piece of finished product and and hang it on a wall or an art gallery and that's what it is so uh i like to i like the audience to to witness the the process of an artwork yeah absolutely but do it in the way that 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 it is entertaining and emotive and thought-provoking so yeah awesome so um so obviously so that involves a bit more um I guess a bit more than just paint and canvas for for you. So yes, absolutely. So like projection and and movement and and what have you. So where whereabouts would you would you usually perform? Where 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 would people be able to see you and and, and experience this this work? Yeah, well, I mean, as as an artist, it's, you're constantly trying to create opportunities for yourself, and because mm. it is because it is a. Uh, it's an art form that's not really common. So at this point of time, it's just, it, it, I will perform anywhere where, where <laughs> anyone's open to it. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. But I, in the past I have performed in, uh, I've performed in various scenarios, whether it's a corporate event, um, whether it is for, um, an, an event that, that is purely for the art culture. Or yeah. if it is for charity, um, so, so definitely different places. But in 2020, um, my my aim is to is to really push it even further and and kind of work out the business side of, yeah. of being an artist. You Absolutely, know? yeah. And and then and being smart with that and creating more opportunities uh, to bring exposure to this type of art form. Absolutely, yeah. So it's it's very interesting. Like I, I've had a look um, at at some of your performance stuff, and it is quite okay. amazing the uh, the the projectionary and the movement. Um, uh, so I, I I highly recommend because you you do have a website. Is there anything else that people can check you out on? Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty much on on most social media platforms. So uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I do have a Vimeo channel. Uh, as well so and, and alternatively alternatively you can check out my website but in terms of um, but I think my website pretty much um, displays uh, most of my work so um, if anyone is interested please feel free to check it out and and, and once again 2020 it's uh, it's going to be uh, yeah it's it's, it's, it's me stepping up my game <laughs> <laughs> so so that there'll be a lot more work um, coming then. So yeah, awesome. So I guess uh, so with this, with this, uh, with your art and and your and, and your performance, is it uh, is are festivals and this sort of outlet uh, an important part of of what you're trying to achieve, or is it just uh, is it is it more of a uh, more of just an outlet? Um, I. I th- well, I think it's a bit of both. Um, even though I have been practicing as a performance artist for for seven years, you know, with the reality of of 
of working and and you know responsibilities of life. I don't yeah. do it full time, yeah. and as but that definitely is the aim. Um, but but within that journey, it's it's been trying to find my place within within the arts community with arts festivals and applying for applying for certain things. So uh, as as much as as much as I would love to be a part of a lot more arts festivals, you know, it ultimately depends on what they want. So, yeah. Oh no, uh, absolutely. But, but, that's, but that's pretty much an but that's an honest answer. Um, and I think every artist can relate to that. We, we all apply for things and, and we all have to face rejection in one <laughs> form or another. I mean, that, that's so, the life but, of a creative, isn't it? Yeah. You have to, uh... it, it, yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And, and it, and it makes me realize why, you know, I, I'm 30 now and it makes me realize why people just kind of, you know, no, nah, I, I, I'm not going to pursue that. I'm just going to get a nine to five. Yeah. Have more yeah. stability. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, but I, I, you know, but I, I enjoy it too much, but at the same time I have to be smart about it. Yeah. That's but, the thing. Yeah, you gotta find that balance. But, yes, absolutely. It's, 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 it's finding the balance or at least if, or at least if it skews one way, just let it, just let it skew for, for a little bit <laughs> and bring it back. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, um, well, something I like to ask all of the artists, musicians, and and visual alike is: Do you have any uh, strong influences? Do you do you uh, really connect with uh, any any particular artists or? or I guess performers mm. because you, you have a yeah. very particular style. Um, it's very, very visually striking. Um, I just want to know like if, if that's where that's come from and how you, de- how you developed it. Yes. In ter- I mean, in terms of, I'll, I'll answer it two ways in terms of fine art, as I've gotten, uh, as I've gotten older, uh, a lot of my influences are, are from like Renaissance artists, like right, Michelangelo, yeah. like, and, um, but, but, but also one of my favorite artists is Salvador Dali. Yeah. Like surrealism. Yeah. I, I love, uh, I love how, um, his art was able to show his skill and be abstract yet. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, it's surrealism. It's like making abstract art, art, artworks. And you know they're dreamlike, and but but using such undeniable skills in order to communicate that that visual landscape where it's almost dreamlike. Like I, you know, and I feel like he's influenced a lot of graphic designers and, mm, absolutely. and you know everything that we see today. You know, so I I I think his work is I think his work is brilliant, and uh, I I wish I could create such artworks like that but um, <laughs> but I can't at the moment so I mean that's the thing you, you're, you're only 30 there, there is many 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 years ahead that that's true that's true but uh but uh, when it comes to the visual performance art um I first came across a, an artist named David Garibaldi so he is an American live painter mm-hmm. um he's uh, like he's, he might only be a few years older than me, um, but but how he creates his artworks, it's you know it, he does, he mainly does portraits, and 
and he uses black canvas and 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 gets you know different colored paints to create the artworks and he has music and he's and he's quite energetic as well so when i first came across his work probably seven years ago i was like huh maybe i could do something like that yeah awesome um but i also have a background in dance as well so during that time when i was developing this uh this type of you know live art performance yeah um I was at a time where I was kind of like, oh, I've got these, I've got art, like I've got art and I can dance, but I've, I, I don't know, like what's the per- like what's the purpose of both of them. Mm. So when I came across this particular artist's work, it just kind of made me think, oh, you know, maybe I can incorporate those, um, you know, those two skills that I have. Yeah, they're, they're so, not they're not so disparate. Yeah, no. So, and then and then I've. And then as I've gone, and then as I've developed it even further, like Michael Jackson as a performer and as a, and as an entertainer and as mm. a artist and a, you know, uh, he, he's definitely in, he definitely has inspired me ever since I was a kid. Yeah, so, absolutely. And he's the reason, at, you know, look, watching his video, like music videos and concerts, concerts, that what, that's what made me, get into dance and that's how I taught myself how to dance by watching, you know, <laughs> watching <laughs> him on the, on the video cassette. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess, um, yeah, we are all creatures of the, of the media we consume. So it is interesting yeah, to see so, how one, one link links into the other. Absolutely. So for me as a performer, it's taking that, that when he performed, it was electrifying. So yeah. taking, taking that, taking that essence of like being electrifying within it, within creating artworks and doing it in a way where it's where it's energetic and then at the same time it can it can be very mellow uh, when you know when the when it's appropriate for the piece um that's yeah but, but yeah that's basically my influences for sure and i think as well um and i think incorporating a message within the piece um, I've, yeah, pro- probably a few years ago, kind of rediscovering Madonna's, um, performance pieces, um, right, where yeah. she, where, yeah, where she was able, well, I mean, f- first of all, probably, uh, I think it was a, a concert, a concert of hers in 2006. Um, but for me, and I think at the time it was quite, with with the screens and the technology that she was using, and and also incorporating certain messages within her performance, and and doing it in a doing it in a very sophisticated way, mm, mm. Um, where I thought it was absolutely well done. So so for me, like uh, in certain parts of uh, certain parts of her career. In terms of the performer and the thing and the things that she's communicated in her work has definitely inspired inspired me as well on how to cleverly um, how to cleverly uh, communicate a message or develop a concept within a performance and doing it in a way where it's um, where it can be dramatic yeah absolutely or it can be very subtle yeah so yeah. Awesome. Well, well, thank you very much for joining us, Anthony. It's been a great, great conversation. Um, very, very enlightening. And it's, it's always 
something I'm discovering with this podcast is is, is that everyone has a, a very different and personal approach to to their artistic process, and it's great to kind of get in their head. Um, so thank you for sharing. Yes. No. Well, thank you very much for having me. Yeah. No problem. So we will make sure that we put uh, links to your websites and all your socials in the in the show notes. Um, is there anything right. you'd like to say uh, before we uh, say goodbye? Yes. Well. Uh, I don't know what 2020 holds, but but hopefully, hopefully next year within within what I can do, <laughs> um, ho- hopefully everyone who's listening will will definitely get to see the ripple effects of the things that I'm uh, with the projects that, that I'll be working on. Fingers so, crossed. Yeah, look forward to it. Yes, yes. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you very much, and uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah, speak soon. for the Yonder Podcast this week. Join us in another fortnight where we'll be talking to more of the people of the Yonder Festival and we'll continue doing that all year until the next festival arrives and we have even more people to talk to. Thank you to the Yonder Festival for helping us put this together and we'll see you in a fortnight's time. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.